While many of us may be preparing or coming back from that summer vacation, we know that the needs of those living in the margin in our community continue no matter what time of year it is. Joining us this morning to remind us a little bit about what Catholic Charities of Oregon is doing during the summer, it is our good friend Ed Longwa joining us today to tell us a little bit about what happens during these summer months. Good morning, Ed. Thanks for joining us today. Good to see you in studio. Good morning, everyone. So the summer months, as for many parishes too, it is a kind of a time of year where we take a break from the normal work. We get all of those projects that we've been putting off to a slower time. But Catholic Charities of Oregon, while things do slow down, the needs of those that you serve continue. Tell our listeners a little bit about how the summer feels there at Catholic Charities. You're right. Certain things just can't stop. While at Catholic Charities, we may step back and look at our mission, look at our branding, look at our strategies in the summer. Certain workers need to keep going. One example would be our homeless outreach workers who go out two by two to our communities in the summer. And there are a great many camps, especially in the summer. You'll see a lot more blue tarps out there. I know your listeners are familiar with that. One strategy we have is to go out to every camp, meet people, ask them if they have any needs, but then encourage them to take the steps they need to get into permanent housing, to find employment, to get the kind of support they might need, whether that be addiction treatment or health care. So we have some very brave workers. Often there are Jesuit volunteer employees. Your listeners might be familiar with the Jesuit Volunteer Corps, young people post-college who work in social services for one or two years. Now, these folks go to camps. Uh, they, they develop relationships with people, have encounters. Like, like Pope Francis is so big on having encounters with people. And that's where we start. But eventually, once the relationships grow, we say, you know, Catholic Charities, we have programs to help people find housing. We have affordable housing. We can get you hooked up with... Uh, alcohol and drug counseling if you need it. So that's something that continues during the summer. And frankly, while most of the time it goes well, it can be dangerous sometimes. That's why we send out two by two. Uh, People just like the apostles used to go out two by two uh, to villages to to encounter people and meet people. So say prayers for those folks out there. Uh, They're really on the front lines of trying to address Portland's homelessness crisis. Ed Longwa joining us today. Ed is the Communications Director for Catholic Charities of Oregon in studio today to talk a little bit about some of the work that's happening during these summer months. I love the way that that program starts two by two, just meeting people where they are. And of course, it's the goal of Catholic Charities is to get these people who, for whatever circumstances, are living on the margins of society. And for many of them, that's not where they wanted to be or ever intended. And they just needed that little bit of boost. Part of that is, as you said, getting them into temporary housing, helping them find permanent work and learning to manage their money so that way whatever situation got them there well they find new techniques and new skills to make sure it doesn't happen again and that was what safe first program was doing was helping people learn to budget how to save in order to get into permanent housing and because of the way that the structure is going at catholic charities you found a great partnership with lighthouse to keep this program going kind of let our listeners know about what happened with that Yeah, we feel like this has been a good success for us. 
You're right. Uh, teaching people to save, to get into housing has been key for us. Uh, just as an example, we have a, a housing unit called Child's House right next to our headquarters, transitional housing, not permanent housing. But one program we have there is, is if people save money, we will put in three times as much as they have saved into an account. That's a three-for-one match. It's been sponsored by our friends, the Gans family. Now, helping those people manage their money was Save First Financial, which was a social enterprise of Catholic charities. And just because of the structures and the, you know, the environment and the economy sure. and everything, we found a partner to assume those duties called Lighthouse Financial in Vancouver, Washington. So the ministry is going to continue unbroken. We will still refer our clients to Save First, which is now part of Lighthouse in Vancouver. They can attend classes online or in person. They can get help balancing their checkbooks, uh, opening accounts, setting goals. So we're very grateful to our friends at Lighthouse, which is a a very distinguished organization Mm -hmm. that's been doing this for a long time. And certainly our clients are going to keep benefiting from that, that service. And I know an awful lot of our donors love that idea of helping people gain in self-sufficiency and human dignity. And we're big fans of that too at Catholic Charities. And of course, that's perfect setup too, because poverty and homelessness, it doesn't know the boundaries of an archdiocese. And it's great to be able to partner there in Clark County to help those in need there and to continue the program for those in need here in Portland. And and then lastly, before we go today, of course, we continue to hear about the plight of refugees. They're coming into all across the country and at PDX, there are needs and refugee services. That is a program that continues strong during these summer months because, well, again, the services that refugees need, it knows no time of year. It's just today. It's just right now that well, families are worried about and Catholic charities, again, you're right there to help them. As your listeners pay attention to the news, they see what's happening in Ukraine, in the Central African Republic, in, in the Congo, in uh, Myanmar. There are moments of turmoil all over the world. People leave the turmoil, the war, they go to refugee camps somewhere, and then it might take years. But we work with... Uh, federal agencies to help people find places to come in Portland. Then we help them find housing. Our volunteers are a huge help with that because our caseloads are rather large. So we have some amazing volunteers that go right to the homes and work with people and and do things that our agency couldn't possibly do. There's a wonderful family in the Selwood area uh, with Catholic Charities sponsoring them who have become kind of the stars of their neighborhood. Mm. They have, uh, other families have taken them to the Rose Parade, to the zoo, picking berries at Sovi Island. It's a big family of nine, and uh, everybody from the neighborhood comes over there in the evening. There's wonderful talks on the front porch. It's been a beautiful welcome by that neighborhood. But there's something about the family, too, that made this all happen. Bringing refugees to Portland helps improve the richness of Portland. Oh, sure. It adds to the kindness of our city, the beauty of our city. So we're so grateful to our volunteers, especially, and grateful to our donors for allowing us to keep refugee services going. There's an awful lot of paperwork that needs to be done in courts, in government offices, and we have the experts at Catholic Charities to make that happen for these beautiful families. 
I think that's perfect. I've, Ed, I've had an opportunity to talk with Michael Davis, who does our Common Sense on Social Justice podcast. And he makes this point, too, like you were saying. There are these huge problems in, in, in the world where they can be overwhelming. But what he says is look and see what you can do right in your own neighborhood. And if you found that you know a family has moved in, that they're trying to settle, just say hello. Just meet them and and just introduce yourself and and learn to know a little bit about them. And then you can get a sense of what their needs might be. I mean, that's perfect. If all of us just could do one thing, just one small thing. Well, wouldn't the work of Catholic Charities just be so greatly reduced because many hands make light work? It would be beautiful and amazing. (laughs) And we're always ready to partner with more volunteers. If you go to catholiccharitiesoregon.org. You'll find ways to volunteer with us. And yes, it, it would be gorgeous. We we realize we're, a, you know, we're not a huge agency, but mm-hmm. with our volunteer team, what we can achieve is just incredible. You're, you're spot on about that. Yeah. Well, with God, all things are possible. And so he's our team leader and cheerleader and all the things that we can do through him is amazing. And of course, through Catholic Charities. Ed, It's always great to have you in studio. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks for all that you do at Catholic Charities, Oregon. Thanks for all you do to help Catholic Charities. And again, that is Ed Longwall with Catholic Charities of Oregon. I will be sure to add a link that'll get you right to Catholic Charities webpage. You can read more about what Ed was talking to us about in today's interview. You'll find that link on the podcast, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.